Good day all. This is Apostle Thompson from Bene Republic. Again to share the word of God with you. And we are continuing and are teaching the mingling of the seed. Mingling with the seed of man. Under the broad title of understanding the new world order. Amen. And in the last audio, we spoke about the cashless society. RFID tracking system and the mark of the beast. Today, we are going to continue in this series. Shall we bow our heads in prayer? Sweet Spirit of God, through your hands we commit this teaching. Glorify the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Breathe life into your words. Let there be conviction of sin of judgment and of righteousness and let there be every full benefit of the true preaching of your word in the lives of every listener in the name of jesus christ thank you father for doing it in jesus name i pray amen <clears throat> hallelujah so uh I want to re-emphasize the fact that it is not a coincidence that the United States of America currently leads the whole world in modern scientific researches. In my book, Grand Zero Prophetic, Mystery Babylon, I postulated from scriptures that the United States of America is the face of the abnormal mixture of iron and clay era of the world empires that is predicted in Nebuchadnezzar's dream of Daniel chapter 2. That is, it is the modern reinvented time of the end empire of Rome with our two doctrines of democracy and military supremacy and an admixture of religion as well as state. This, there is a group called Jason in America. It is an independent group of uh, Sorry for that. I was a bit distracted. Now, there's the, the, the a Jackson group in America. It's an independent team of America's brightest scientists, which advises the government on sensitive matters of science and technology. And it was established way back in 1960. And it has somewhere between 30 to 60 members. And these members include physicists, biologists, chemists, oceanographers, mathematicians, computer scientists, etc. And it is predominated by theoretical physicists. Now, Jason's activities, that Jason is J-A-S-O-N, you can Google it. Its activities are run through 
the might corporation might is m-i-t-r-e corporation is a non-for-profit corporation in virginia which operates seven federally funded research and development centers for the federal government of u.s and their sponsors include here this the department of defense of u.s united states navy and also the research department of the pentagon and also the department of energy and the u.s intelligent community now most of their reports which features transhumanism artificial intelligence on identify flying objects nanotechnology robotics and genetics modifications are always classified now if the u.s is the empire that will produce the antichrist and if the catholic church is the religion that will produce the false prophet then it follows that the romanized christian church will also be involved in similar extra biblical researches well it will interest you to know that despite biblical injunctions against it the roman catholic church had been actively dabbling with astronomy contrary to isaiah 47 13 to 14 diplomy 18 10 to 14 etc which categorized astronomy alongside sorcery and occultism even in daniel chapter 4 verse 7. but the roman catholic church has been involved in astronomy since the 16th century when pope gregory the 16th i mean the 13th sorry promulgated the gregorian calendar which was developed from astronomical data compiled by Aloysius Lilos and was later modified by Christoph Clelius in 1582. This papal support for astronomy continued through the 18th century with the setting up of the observatory of the Roman College in 1774. This was followed by the specula vaticana or in english vatican observatory in the tower of the winds within the vatican and then a third facility which operated from 1827 to 1870 as the observatory of the capital until it was nationalized and renamed as the radio observatorio a collegio romano <laughs> that's roman observatory at the Roman College in 1878 by the new Italian government of the Kingdom of Italy, which has Rome as its capital when they seized Rome from the Roman Empire and made it the capital of the new Italy Kingdom. So they also see that observatory of the Catholics and turn it to the National Observatory for the nation of Italy. Now, this change of ownership temporarily altered the astronomical research in the Vatican City until Pope Leo XIII issued a papal decree in 1891 
to refund the Specola Vatican. And then he built a new observatory within the Vatican jurisdiction of Rome that lasted from for the next 40 years. This observatory was part of a group of top astronomy institutions from around the world in the late 19th century, which worked together to create a photographic celestial map and an astrographic catalog pinpointing the star's position. The observatory was twice relocated to, first of all, the Castel Gandovo, about 25 kilometers southeast of Rome in the 1930s, and then in 1961 to the University of Arizona in Toscana, Arizona, USA, where the Vatican Observatory Research Group, with offices at the Steward Observatory, was established. And this relocation was due to the fact that there were light pollution problems in the previous places. But the headquarters still remain at the Castel Gandolfo, okay, in the Vatican. So in other words, the Vatican has been committing a lot of resources to prepare for what they themselves tagged <laughs> the alien visitor. And this is in sharp contradiction to the word of God, which warned in Deuteronomy 4 verse 19 that take it, lest you lift your eyes to the heaven. And when you see the sun, the moon, and the stars, and all the hosts of heaven, you feel driven to worship them or to serve them, which the Lord your God has given to all the peoples under the whole heaven as a heritage. To be sure, the Vatican had never come out to say that their astronomic project was to worship the host of heaven. No, they didn't say that. And I'm not, uh, they didn't say that. But a solar incident that unveiled in 1917 has since compelled majority Catholic priests and devoted to become ardent worshipper of the Virgin Mary, an apparition from what is now widely tagged, the miracle of the sun, that's what they call it, the miracle of the sun. This extraordinary phenomena lasted for about six months at a rural village called Fatima in Portugal. There, three shepherd girls supposedly received an apparition of the Virgin Mary, communicating to them from the brightness of the sun. Now, they published memoirs of the only girl of the three who survived until adulthood, Sister Lucia, in the 1930s, revealed that it had started in the spring of 1916, when the girl supposedly got three separate visions from an angel of peace who introduced himself as the guardian angel of Portugal. And he, sent, and he was sent to prepare them for the coming visit of the Virgin Mary. In addition, he taught them how Catholics are to pray and reverence God and serve them the Holy Communion to prepare them for Mary's visit. Then on the 13th of May 1917, the Virgin Mary was said to have made her first appearance amidst a flash of lightning in a storm while they were playing. They saw a lady dressed entirely in white and shining more brilliantly than the sun, according to them, above a small home oak, who told them that she came from heaven and instructed them to come back to the same spot to meet with her on the 13th of the month of the same time for six months. Only then will she introduce herself and tell them what she wanted. Then she will return at the seventh time. Interestingly, 13 is the alpha 
and the omega, the beginning and the end, according to Shemantic Astrology Mystery School. Many ancient secret societies and mystery schools understood that the number 13 represented death and rebirth through ascension into eternal life, and it is represented the secret knowledge of all life, including sacred sexuality. It is synchronistic that the 13th card in the tarot is the death card, and that the 13th realm in the Norse alphabet, Elwas, is also linked with the balance between light and dark, death and rebirth, the heavens and the other world. And yet, you see the prepodians of 13, 13, 13 in this mystery of uh, this apparition of Mary and also even the popes who were involved in it. In the second encounter, the lady promised to take two of the girls, Jacinta and Francesca, to heaven. But then he commissioned the third, Lucia, to remain on earth to establish devotion to her immaculate heart. Can you imagine? Now that was the apparition was telling them that two of the girls will die. Two of the three girls will die, but the later one will last. For some time. For what reason will you come with Jesus Christ or Mary come <laughs> to come and take two, two shepherd girls to heaven that have not fulfilled their life and done anything at all? And just like that. But let us continue. On the third apparition on July 13th, she provided a secret in three parts. The first two was the secret of hell. The second one was of an urgent warning that Russia should be consecrated to the heart of Mary by the Catholic Church in order to prevent her from bringing untold hardship into the world through communist doctrines, which denies religion. And then the third secret was to be revealed by the Catholic Church 40 years later to that date, which we bring in 1960, though it was written down in Lucia's memoir in 1941 and was delivered on read to Pope Pius XII. Now, the lady appeared again on the 13th while the children were under investigation for their claims in the prison at Korem, a few kilometers from Fatima, and 20,000 people supposedly saw and had the rumble of the thunder and missed vivid brilliant flash of lightning in the clear blue sky while the sun grew pale and a light cloud of a beautiful shape appeared to over a while over the oak tree where the lady had been scheduled to meet the children. So she went to the oak, but they were not there because they were in prison. But 20,000 people supposedly saw her at the meeting place. Now on the 19th of August, she broke tradition. Rather than coming on 13th, she now came on 19th. She appeared in Fatima to the children around Valinos a small village near Fatima, above a home tree, oak tree, where she instructed the children to come to cover the area on the 13th of the next month and continue to play the rosary at the last apparition. He said, she will do a miracle so that all people may believe that she's actually Mary, the mother of Jesus. So rumors that God was going to do something special on that 13th or the following month soon engulfed the region. 
But nothing happened on that 13th. Nothing at all. Happened on the 13th of uh, September, which she promised that she was going to appear. So we see that this Mary, unlike our God who does not fail in his appointments, she fails her own appointment. Anyway, on the 13th of the, the month after, which is October, in 1917, in Fatima, she now appeared for the sixth time and the last time to the children. Now, according to Wikipedia accounts, between 30,000 to 100,000, including reporters and photographers, gathered at COVID, the area in Portugal, to witness it. After a period of rain, the dark clouds broke and the sun had appeared as an opaque spinning disk in the sky. It was said to be significantly duller than normal and to cast multicolored light across the landscape, the people and the surrounding clouds. The sun was then reported to have carried towards the earth before zigzagging back to its normal position. Witnesses reported that their previously wet clothes became suddenly and completely dry, as well as wet and muddy ground that had been previously soaked because of the rain had now become dried. Not all witnesses reported seeing the sun dancing anyway. Some people only saw the radiant colors and others, including some believers, saw nothing at all. The only known picture of the sun taken during that event does not show anything unusual. Neither the scientists at that time observed any unusual phenomena of the sun, and no one else saw or heard the lady except the three children who claimed that she declared to them that she was the only Maria. And then she repeated the three secrets she gave to them. This event was declared by the Catholic Church in 1930 to be of supernatural character. And as a consequence of this, a shrine was erected at the spot of the apparition that has continued to attract thousands of annual pilgrimage ever since that time. Now, Pope Pius XII approved the Fatima apparition in 1940. And 33 years after the actual event, he declared the bodily assumption of Mary into heaven as an article of the Catholic faith in contradiction to the Bible, which clearly teaches that Jesus Christ was the only New Testament figure that bodily disappeared into heaven in the sight of human witnesses. And you can see this clearly expressed in Acts chapter 1, verses 9 to 12, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 6, and also verse 20. And also, uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 10. Here the Catholic Church claimed that Mary herself did not die and was not buried, but that she ascended into heaven because of this apparition that they have seen several years after she had uh, been forgotten about on earth. In reality, history proved that Mary lived onto a ripe old age and died as all human beings did. I mean, you can check my book, Grand Zero Prophetic. Mystery Babylon and Ikabod, Apostate Christianity, as well as Ikabod, Resurgion Golden Christianity, where I have exhaustively debunked the Roman Catholic and Eastern Orthodox Orator Christian Church's theory on the Immaculate Mary, Assumption of Mary, and the Veneration of Mary, respectively. Pope Pius XII claimed 
to have personally witnessed the same miracle of the sun from his own Vatican gardens on four different occasions, starting at 4 p.m. on 30th October, then 31 October, then 1 1st of November, and then again on the 8th of November 1950. But a renowned and controversial pseudo-archaeologist scientist and a famous author of the book War of the Gods, you can Google it on uh, Google, Enric von Daniken, himself a Catholic, who believed that the prophetic visions of encounters with God and angels recorded in the Bible were actually descriptions of encounters with extraterrestrials and their spacecraft. He postulated that what actually manifested on the 13th of October 1917 in Fatima was not the sun but an alien spacecraft. It was not Mary but an extraterrestrial that visited the earth. In an interview with Paul Wallis on the fifth kind YouTube channel on 16th of September 2020, Daniken suggested that since Fatima had become such a gigantic Virgin Mary devotion center for the Catholic Church by 1960, when the secret is supposed to be revealed, the then Pope John 20, John 23, that's the Pope John 20, the 23rd, on opening the third secret. And realizing that it was an extra terrestrial rather than Virgin Mary who visited in 1917, he could not publicly deliver the original message for reasons that he claims. So he now said that uh, because of reasons that had great implications for the faith, he's not going to disclose the third message of the of Virgin Mary. Rather, the Vatican published an official press release stating that it was most probable the secret will remain forever under absolute seal. Now, this announcement expectedly triggered widespread speculation. Even the New York Times reported then that the content of the secret message reached from worldwide nuclear annihilation to deep rifts in the Roman Catholic Church that will lead to rival purposes. Now, speculations like this eventually uh, made the Vatican to declare to, you know, attempt to put all of these rumors to rest by finally publishing an official four-page handwritten text, which it called the third secret of Fatima on the 26th of June, year 2000. Can you imagine something that was supposed to have been revealed in 2016? They now finally published, you know, a cooked-up version of it in 2000, year 2000 as the official secret. But even some Catholic writers themselves, like Father Paul Kramer, Christopher Ferrara, uh, Anthony Soshi, and Marco Tosetti, they suggested that the press release could not have been the full text of the third secret because the Pope in 1960 has said that he cannot publish the secret because it will create panic. So that's why he didn't create it. And that's why Daniken was suggesting that the reason why the the Pope could not, you know, reveal the secret because the Pope realized that it was not Virgin Mary that, <laughs> that visited the world, but an extraterrestrial. And I mean, how can you not tell the Catholic world or the world for that matter that it was an extraterrestrial that visited the world and not Mary? I mean, that would cause cancer and then it would also damage the Catholic faith. That's why they didn't release it, according to Denikan. Also, criticism of the miracle of the sun has continued till today. Science writer Benjamin Radford pointed out that the sun did not really dance in the sky, 
We know this because, of course, everyone on earth is under the same sun. And if the closest dying star to us suddenly began doing celestial gymnastics, I mean, if you belong other people, we surely have reported it, not just 20,000 or so people that gathered and said that they saw it. Are you getting the Egypt? Now, also theologian Lisa J. Schribel observed that there is no authentic photo of that solar phenomena that they claimed happened, despite the presence of hundreds of journalists and photographers at the field. Yet there is no photo of that sun dancing anywhere. The only photo of that event that is presented as authentic is actually a solar eclipse in another part of the world that was taken before that 1917 incident. You see? Yet, at least 5 million Catholic pilgrims visit that Marian shrine annually in contradiction to Exodus 20 verses 4 to 6, which clearly warned that true believers should never carve any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water underneath the earth. You shall not bow down to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visit the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third generation and the fourth generation of those who hate me. But showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. Furthermore, various official statements from the Vatican have been suggesting a secret romance with extraterrestrial that seem to underscore the suspicion that top echelons in the Vatican supports the notion that Vatima was actually an extraterrestrial manifestation. In an interview that was published on May 13, 2008, by the Vatican newspaper, a Jewish father, Josephine, who is the director of the Vatican Observatory in Rome, wants Christians to consider any alien life as an extraterrestrial brother. Can you imagine he wants us to, call, to consider any alien life as our extraterrestrial brother, brother and also part of God's creation? This is not in contrast with the faith because we cannot place limits on the creative freedom of God, he said. And one field of astronomy is now actively seeking biomarkers in spectrum analysis of other stars and planets so that it was difficult to exclude the possibility that other intelligent life exists in the universe. This is a Roman Catholic Jesuit father, the one in, sub, I mean, in charge of the Catholic Observatory who is saying this. He went on to cite the Gospels as his own uh, authority. The parable of the shepherd who left his flock of 99 sheep in order to search for the one that was lost to justify his tests. That human race will really be the lost sheep. Can you imagine? We are now the lost sheep and the extraterrestrials are looking for us. The sinners, <laughs> we need a pastor. Why alien races could be the 99 that are already in sync with their shepherd and do not need saving because God became man in Jesus Christ in order to save us rather than an extraterrestrial to save them. So if there are also other intelligent beings, it is not a given that they need redemption. They might have remained in full friendship with their creator, he concluded. Can you imagine? That is what top echelons in the Vatican are thinking. This is in sharp contrast with the revealed truth in the Bible that the heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. 
but the earth he has given to the children of men. Psalm 115, verse 16. To suggest that the heavenlies and universe contain other intelligent beings apart from angels of God in the highest heaven and the host of darkness on our own atmospheric heaven is to suggest, as Daniken believes, that there is no God, but rather extra extraterrestrial beings whom pre-enlightenment civilization regarded as gods. Deuteronomy 30, uh, verses 12 to 12, 16 tells us, it's a warning actually, it is not in heaven that you should see who will ascend into heaven for us and bring it to us that we may hear it or do it. Now, is it beyond the sea that you should say, we will go over the sea for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it. But the word is very near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that you may do it. See, I've set before you today life and good, death and evil, in that I command you today to love the Lord your God to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments, his statutes, and his judgment, so that you may live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land which he has given to you to possess. Yet, Catholic Church has been having conferences in astrobiology, the study of the origin of life and its existence elsewhere in the cosmos, rather than seminars on Bible and its truth about the origin of man. At the opening of one of such five-day conferences that gathered about 30 scientists, astronomers, physicists, biologists, and other experts, including non-Catholics from US, France, Britain, Switzerland, Italy, and Chile in 19, I mean, 2009, November 11, the same film, Funes, the head of the Catholic Observatory, again emphasized that the question of life's origin and of whether it exists elsewhere in the universe are very suitable and deserve serious consideration. An astronomy professor at the University of Arizona, Chris Impe, who was there, predicted that the discovery of alien life may be only a few years away. If biology is not unique to the Earth, or life elsewhere differs biochemically from our version, or we ever make contact with an intelligent species in the vastness of space, the implication for our self-image could prevent. That's what he said. Scientists have discovered hundreds of planets outside of our solar system, including 32 new ones announced recently by the European Space Agency. Early in 2009, the Vatican recent also sponsored a conference on evolution to mark the 150th anniversary of Charles Darwin's The Origin of Species. Before then, in 2005, the observatory had brought together top researchers in the field of simil for similar discussions. I said to buttress the idea that aliens are indeed our extraterrestrial brother, Pope Francis himself, the first ever Jesuit priest, confirmed that the, he would be willing to baptize aliens if they came to the Vatican and he asked who are we to close doors rhetorically to anyone even Martians during the homily that was dedicated to the concept of acceptance and inclusion at the Vatican and this was reported by Vatican Radio itself 
on the 13th, 2014. Now, another Jesuit and planetary scientist, Guy Kosomagno, who directs the Vatican Observation in the United States of America, also deliberately misinterpreted the Bible when he was uh, answering an, uh, an interview with Bride Picanton of Vox Media on July 19, When he was asked if man is the only intelligent life form on earth, he replied by saying, you know, we have already got part of the scripture that says that we are not the only intelligent being made by God. That's already built into the system. So when asked in a later, more in-depth interview, if you would be willing to also baptize an alien, he said, only if she asks. So they actually believe in extraterrestrials. They believe that they are alien beings, and those alien beings are our extraterrestrial brothers, which is contrary to God, to, to, to Bible, because the only other intelligence in the universe are not extraterrestrial, but they are demons. Demons in our and low places. Ephesians 6 has already told us about them. Please understand that the English word Vatican is a name that is dated back to the Roman Empire. And it is translated from Latin to means Vaticanus. Ultimately, it from Vaticinari, which means to prophesy or an oracle. Are you getting it? in other words? It is a place from where prophecies will be issued or oracles are given by pagan deities. This perfectly fits in with the Holy Scripture, which says that the Antichrist of the appointed time of the end will be aided by the false prophets. This is another confirmation that the Vatican will produce the false prophet. Note firstly that in the vision of Revelation 17, the beast was in the wilderness. And as I've explained in my book, Grand Zero Prophetic, Mystery Babylon, a wilderness in prophecy represents a place of apostasy in which one has willfully rejected, departed from, and rebelled against God's will, thereby becoming separated from his love. Adam and Eve became apostates when they ate the fruits of the tree that God had forbidden, forbidden them to eat. And from that period, humanity has become alienated from God, except for the sovereign exception of individuals who chose to eat their conscience and discipline their will by righteousness, which culminated in separation of the nation of Israel until Jesus Christ was manifested in the flesh to reconcile mankind again back to God through faith in him alone. So it is an apostate that claims that there are many mediators between God and man. It is a, an apostate that claims that Christ Jesus is not the only way to God. It's an apostate that claims that there are other intelligent beings apart from supernatural world in the universe. Note also that Revelation 17 is a vision of the judgment in the last days that will come on the woman whom the Bible called the great alot, with whom the kings of the earth had fornicated with. Now, beast, as I explained in my book, Grand Zero Prophetic, Mystery Babylon, represents a king, a kingdom, or a power. Verses, verse 8 reads that the beast that you saw was 
and it's not, and we ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. It's clearly talking about the Romanist Christianity identified at the purpose in my book, Apocalypse, Biblical Entire Matrix, which received a mortal wound in 1798 when Emperor Napoleon sent his general to sack Rome and disbanded the papacy. Then it was resurrected to war relevancy again when dictator Benito Mussolini of Italy officially recognized the Pope in 1929. Exactly 1260 years later, just as Daniel and Revelation 13 had predicted, the added information in Revelation 17 is that the power that we enter into the figurehead or spokesman of the papacy at the later days, and that we also end the entity in destruction, we come directly from the pit of hell because the devil only comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Now, to be a mother, you must have children. That is why in the next chapter, John saw the beast boasting that she will not be a widow. The children of this woman are the apostate, charismatic, protestant, evangelical, Pentecostal churches who are doing exactly the same thing that their mother, the Roman Catholic Church, does. That is, they seek to control secular governments so that they can influence the government to enforce their brand of religious doctrine by mixing truth with error, even though they well know that their actions and doctrines are not clear-cut sanctioned by the Bible. But Isaiah 8 verse 20 had already warned us that if they do not speak according to the scripture, there is no light in them. Secondly, note that this beast sits on many waters, and in prophecy, sea or waters represent multitude of people or a densely populated area. Well, the ancient Roman Empire's capitals city of Rome was the center of the world and the saying all roads leads to Rome. The Romans constructed roads throughout their empire that all led back to Rome to enable their forces easy access. This good road network was one of the reasons why the disciples were able to quickly evangelize their world when persecution struck the church in Jerusalem. So the second half of the modern version of Papal Rome must also be a nation with whom most of the countries of the world do business with and without which many nations economy will fall that nation is the united states of america which is now also leading the world in scientific research see grand zero prophetic mystery babylon my book for great details revelation 17 verse uh, 9 says here is to the mind which has understanding the seven eggs are seven mountains on which the woman sits these are also seven kings five are falling one is the other has not yet come and when he comes he must remain a short time the beast that was and is not and is himself also the eight and is of the seven and is going to perdition. Now, here 
the law of double application in Bible interpretation can be applied to first literally mean that the seven mountains upon which she sits are indicative of the nations which support Romanized Christianity because mountains also represent nations, empires, and kingdoms as we see from Daniel chapter 2. The secondary interpretation of the seven king is indicative of the chief spokesman or the representative or the head of this revived Papa Roman church. And that is the Pope. Uh, we are going to deal more on this in the next audio. This is where we stop now. May the Lord bless his words in your heart in the name of Jesus Christ. May this revelation transform your Christian life for good, equip you for rapture in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It is well with you in Jesus' name. You can check out my books on uh, kobobook.com and okadabook.com respectively. My ebooks are there, available there, and they are cheap. Cheap to buy. They are not expensive because it's for evangelism. And then you can also ch check them out on amazonbook.com which uh, has three versions. It has ebook, it has also paperback, and it has also hardcover edition so you can get the books to know more on this subject we are speaking about the lord bless you as you do so in the name of jesus christ uh, my addresses are accompanying this audio feel free to contact me with your testimonies with your prayer requests and uh, any other thing the lord will continue to bless you and uphold you and keep you strong and sit in this trying period that has come upon the earth in the name of Jesus Christ. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back soon. So be ready. Shalom. Maranatha.